Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And welcome to episode 466 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on Talk Show. Taylor Phillips with you. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Follow the Michigan Sports Truth on Twitter at Michigan underscore truth. And like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Yes, I know this game totally does not matter. This is a game where the Pistons and Dallas Mavericks are clearly not making the playoffs. Both teams are eliminated, especially our Pistons. But most of all, the Dallas Mavericks were in 13th place in the Western Conference. But the game had to go to overtime, just for entertainment's sake. 113 to 106, the Pistons beat the Mavericks. Andre Drummond with 19 and 16 boards. Reggie Jackson with 24, zero rebounds, plus 12, seven assists. Reggie Jackson's not not near, not necessarily purposely a rebounder. That's not really his job. That's the reason why. 18 ties, 20 lead changes. Holy mackerel, that was a game. Very entertaining game. Anthony Tolliver with 16 points. Langston Galloway with 15. Henry Allenson with 11. Damn. Stanley Johnson with 11. Luke Kennard with 2 in the starting lineup. Get, get him the fuck off of here. Or bench him. Keep him on the bench for the rest of the season. For God's sake, she's an embarrassment. One for five shooting, 27 fucking minutes, five rebounds, two assists, two turnovers, uh, and a minus two. Ugh. That's, that's so fucking bad. If you're in the starting lineup, you're Luke and Hardy. I know you're a rookie, but you can play a lot better than that, for God's sakes. Pistons are are at the Memphis Grizzlies at FedEx Forum Arena. FedEx Forum Sunday at three. Then they're home against the Toronto Raptors on Monday. Then they wrap up the season on Wednesday in Chicago against the Bulls at United Center Wednesday at eight. 
got a got another report on another uh, MSU sexual assault incident report. Former Michigan State Spartans men's basketball freshman guard Brock Washington is now charged with sexual assault, according to ESPN's Paula Levine. She first reported in February prosecutors were investigating Washington after a female student said he groped her, groped her without her permission last August. Quote, unquote. Campus police initially investigated before handing off their findings to Ingham County prosecutors in December. Washington was formally charged March 8th. That is 29 days separate from here. According to Levine, reporters from ESPN's Outside the Lines asked for a copy of the police report in February regarding the Alec regarding the allegations. The university received an extension before ultimately denying ESPN's request. Interim President John Engler said, quote, even naming the statute gives information that the statute specifically was designed to protect, unquote, and explaining the university's decision. Case number, going to the Levine article from the State Police Database corresponds to a report in MSU's Clery Crime and Fire Log, which shows that a forcible sexual contact sexual contact incident occurred at 3 a.m. on August 29, 2017, in a university residence hall and was reported to and, report, and was reported to police two days later. Sources have told outside the lines that a female student told campus told campus police to, that Washington had groped her without her permission. After an, after the investigation, police forwarded their findings to the county prosecutor's office on December 13th. When asked Tuesday about the case, Chief. Chief Assistant Prosecuting Attorney Lisa McCormick said only that, quote, there was no public record, unquote, on which she could comment, which is a shame. She's got to report that. Outside the lines reached out Wednesday to MSU sports spokesperson Emily Gherkin Garant and to the athletic department spokesman spokesperson Matt Larson for comment from the university and Washington. Garen said Thursday afternoon she was still trying to gather gather information and determine what the university could disclose about the case. Outside the lines followed up Friday morning, but Garen could not be reached for, for comment. An email sent by a reporter Thursday morning to Washington's student account was not answered. On February 6, OTL submitted, outside the line, submitted a public records request for the police report naming Washington. MSU officials asked for an extension, which 
under Michigan law gave the school until February 28th to respond on March 7th, a day before Washington was the day before Washington was formally charged on March 8th. MSU responded by denying the request because they're cowards. Interim President John Engler upheld that decision last week in a response to an ESPN appeal that denial, writing that he could writing that he could not get the specific reason as to why the report was being being withheld because even naming the statute well even naming the statute gives information that the statute specifically was designed to protect unquote in Michigan an individual accused of a crime can plead guilty to a variety of offenses including certain felonies and have the records of the plea deal and other court proceedings sealed and kept from public view via a handful via a hand via a handful of deferred judgment programs. One of the deferral options commonly given to college students is known as the Holmes Youthful Trainee Act, under which eligible offenders ages 17 to 23 can avoid having criminal convictions on their records as long as they plead guilty to a crime covered under the act and successfully adhere to court-ordered supervision or probation terms for a set period of time after which their cases are dismissed. Penal Code 750.81 is covered under HYTA, the Holmes Youthful Training Trainee Act, the Holmes Youthful Trainee Act, the state police database listed no information about whether Washington's case had been a, had been adjudicated has been adjudicated been adjudicated within the court system. On Wednesday, three now former MSU football players facing sexual assault crimes accepted plea deals to felony charges of seductions under HYTA. That's Corley, King, and Vance. Those are Corley, King, and Vance. You know those players, of course. Examples of other athletes who have pleaded under HYTA included former MSU recruit J. Rue Campbell, J. Rue Campbell, who pleaded to misdemeanor aggravated assault, and former MSU tight end Deion Sims, who pleaded to felony receiving and concealing stolen property. In 2017, according to Lansing area media reports, Michigan Wolverines wide receiver Grant Peary, who faced two charges of fourth-degree criminal sexual conduct in Ingham County, according to plea under HYTA to felony resisting arrest and misdemeanor assault and battery, the charges stemmed from an incident in October 2016 when Perry was accused of grabbing a female MSU student in a sexual manner in a line at an East Lansing bar and then later resisting arrest. Wolverines head coach, Michigan Wolverines head coach Jim Harbaugh suspended Perry from the team after the incident. Fourth-degree criminal sexual conduct is considered a high court misdemeanor in Michigan, meaning the maximum penalty for someone found guilty of the offense is two years of incarceration, incarceration compared to the typical 
maximum sentence of one year for a regular misdemeanor. The particular misdemeanor assault code under which Washington was formerly charged carries a maximum sentence for a first-time offender of up to 93 days imprisonment and or a $500 fine. Washington suited up for Coach Tom Izzo's team every game this season, but as a younger member of an elite team, he did not receive any playing time. So you can tell it's not a detrimental loss at all. Or not much of a detrimental loss. He, he could have received playing time. But I guess that's I guess that's because of this. In October, Israel said Washington and another walk on quote are capable of playing someplace unquote, but were at the time shining as scout team players, according to a tweet from a Detroit from a Detroit Free Press reporter. Izzo was not made available to comment for this story. After a Michigan State University Board of Trustees meeting in February, Engler, the university interim president, criticized outside-the-lines reporting on Washington, saying, quote, the sad thing is I think we should probably, as a Michigan State community, apologize to this young man and his family who has been named without, at least in that report, any evidence of any wrongdoing. Intentionally sickening, unquote. Unquote. Intentionally sickening from John Engler. What a douche. On Wednesday, outside the lines asked Garrett whether Engler had any comment about whether he believes Washington is still owed an apology and whether he had anything to say regarding the alleged victim. Washington actually owes the victim an apology. Nobody owes Washington an apology because he committed the crime. What's John Engler sorry for? That's that's mind-boggling. I mean, you can't apologize to someone who committed a crime. You just can't. Izzo Michigan State's athletic department and the university as a whole have been under scrutiny in part of in part because of an outside and because of an outside-the-lines investigation published on January 26. The investigation found a pattern, of, a pattern of widespread denial, inaction and information suppression of sexual assault, violence, and gender discrimination complaints by officials ranging from campus police to the MSU Athletic Department. The report publicized not previously known police reports of sexual or violent incidents involving members of the MSU football team and Izzo's storied basketball program in co- including one report made against Travis Walton, a former undergraduate student assistant coach who continued coaching after he had been criminally charged with assault and battery after allegedly punching a female MSU student in the face at a bar in 2010. A few months later, after the Spartans qualified for the 2010 Final Four, Walton was accused in a 
in a university document of having sexually assaulted a different female student. Engler and former athletic director Mark Hollis have been critical of ESPN, calling the reports inaccurate and sensationalized. Well, they could shut the fuck up. On Monday, outside the lines reported that Michigan State officials would handle it differently, quote-unquote, if an allegation such as the one made against Walton were to occur today. The Monday report also stated that university officials provided personnel documents that showed Walton had held multiple jobs with the university. MSU, MSU officials had previously told ESPN that no such records existed. Walton also had denied he was ever employed by the university. What a fucking coward. He has denied that he sexual assaulted anyone. He never faced sexual assaulted charges related to the 2010 2010 allegation. That was good. He also denied punching the other woman. Fucking, total fucking 100% fucking liar. That case was dismissed in lieu of him pleading to a civil infraction for littering. Jesus Christ. Yeah, keep hiding everything, Travis Wong, you cunt. Bunch of cowards in East Lansing at Michigan State University. Keep denying everything, you motherfuckers. Man, I had to get this out of the way. I really, I guess I really had to get this out of the way tonight. Very special report tonight. So, I had to make this a post game because one of our teams was playing tonight, the Pistons and the Mavericks. Pistons won in overtime, once, 113, overtime 113 to 106 at Little Caesars Arena. In a game that, again, totally does not matter. Pistons are already elim- Pistons are already eliminated. But the game was entertaining. But but this report right here about Rock Washington, Travis Walton, John Engler, all that all that legitimate stuff. MSU, it's as if everybody in Michigan State University is trying to defend themselves with just for their own pride because they have a great athletic department. Well, it's become dirty, real fucking dirty now. Such betrayal. Betrayal, lies, deception. It's all being exposed now. I would have to think that John Engler is even worse than President Luana K. Simon. God. Everybody there needs to die.
So that's episode 466 of the Michigan Sports Truth post-game edition. I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Follow Michigan Sports Truth on Twitter at Michigan underscore Truth. And like and share the Michigan Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Lois and I will have a post game tomorrow at 11. The Red Wings are trying to uh, get to the top three. That's trying to finish the season by trying to get to the by getting to the top three NHL lottery draft picks. They're not going to reach number one or two, but they may they may reach number three. As far as I can tell, they have a chance. That's all we know. Montreal is at Toronto. Detroit is home against the New York Islanders, the Wings, Canadians, and Leafs. Also, we got um, we got. Ottawa Centers and Boston Bruins at seven. Sabres are going to have the number one pick, so that's out of the question for for all the teams. Yeah, Sabres, yep. Five points ahead of the Iowa Center. Five less points than the Iowa Centers for the number one worst record in the NHL. The worst, the least amount of points. In the entire league. So there goes that. The Arizona Coyotes have 67 points. The Wings have 72. They're too far apart. Uh, the Coyotes have 70 points, rather. The Centers have 67. The Coyotes have 70 points. They can jump the Wings. because the Coyotes have two more regulation plus overtime wins than the Wings do, 27 to 25. If the Wings, if the Wings lose in regulation to the Isles and the Coyotes, Arizona Coyotes, beat the Anaheim Ducks in Glendale at Gila River Arena tomorrow night at 9, then the Coyotes and can jump the wings. The Canadians are at the Leafs. 
the Canadians win. They jump the wings. If they get one point, they don't. So uh, that's that's gonna. So that's pretty much it. That's all the lowdown you can get. Oh, also the Vancouver Canucks, rather. Um, Vancouver. They're the Edmonton Oilers tomorrow at ten on CBC. Also get that on NHL Network. Of course, with bonus coverage. The Canucks, 31, 40, and 10 with 72 points. The Wings, 30, 39, and 12. That tells you the Canucks, without without the uh, difference in regulation plus overtime wins necessarily, that the Canucks have a, hold the tiebreaker in points over the Wings with a better record than that. So the Canucks... Better get better get at least one point, maybe two precautionary wise. The wings are better losing regulation. Period. That's the most important part. Let's get that top three pick. TTFN, Tata for now, bon appetit. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.